What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nicky. What up, my vicious? What up, my vicious? But before uh-huh. before we get the show kicked off, just a reminder, the Tampa Bay Comic Convention is still going on July 29th through the 31st. And if you have gotten your tickets, you could use promo code GARAGE to get 15% off. You heard that, Nick? 15% off. I'm just like trying off. to figure out where I've gotten your, your entrance before. You <laughs> won yourself. So I'm happy with that. You're, you're getting them in there. You're getting them focused. You. Yes. Yes, we are. Like you're, you're getting them in like the military. You. <laughs> we want you. Exactly. At Tampa Bay Comic Convention. Big time. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's been fun. So I was, uh, I, would, I don't know where I was reading. I was reading this article or, and I go into deep dives in Reddit and like people do like those uh, would you rather what if questions. Okay. So here's one that I read and I thought was funny I wanted to ask you was um, if you were to fight an animal. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you would you rather fight an animal that is that is either shrunk or brought up to your size, or you are shrunk to their size, or like blown up to their size? I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. So wait, wait, but you gotta you gotta be specific. Wait, so you're so not talking say, about an animal. You're talking about an insect. Anything. It could be because no, because a, if you tell me I'm gonna be shrunk down to the size of a tiger or something like that, that's not really shrunken or anything. You know, like. Like a cat or something. I don't like. Yeah, like if it was a cat, you get shrunk into the size of the cat. Yeah, but a cat standing up is not. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, not, I'm trying to see the the physics of this question right here. Like, what? Give, you gotta <laughs> give me an animal. That's your choice. What animal would you choose? No, but you didn't say what animal would I choose. You asked me for. I'd rather she shrunk to. Oh, the if size. you all right. Well, let's all right. Let's go. Let's go down. No, no. Okay. You, got, you know what it is? You have to propose it in a question of an animal that you normally can beat. In your current size. Okay. So, so a hamster. All right. So, yes. Would you be shrunken? Would you rather have a, a hamster blown up to your size mm-hmm. or you shrinking down to the size of a hamster to fight them? I'd rather shrink down to their size, not because I think I have a better chance of winning. I just don't want to s- my family to see the carnage. <laughs> and I want to save their lives from not, you know, making a hamster that big. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to win an animal <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, you haven't seen them. They destroy some newspapers, man. I don't fuck around. Yeah, but they could, they could catch his hands. <laughs> the thing is, okay, but if you're talking about fighting barehanded, I'm still going to lose one with the other. No, well, against a hamster? No. You don't think so? If it if you shrunk it down to their size, no. If they're, if they're blowing up to your size, maybe they'll win. Wait, wait. So if I shrink down to this size, maybe they win? No, they don't no, have an advantage. You'll, you'll win. Why? If I, I shrink down to this size, why? Yeah, I guess because there's more area space than. Yeah, I mean, a hamster, you could. In your, like, in your room right now, if you put the hamster, there's a lot of space. Yeah, I could probably lock them in here. I don't know how you like. Yeah, but if a hamster's blown up to your size, mm-hmm. it's going to get out. It's going to rip the walls. Why? It, it can't rip through the little cage it's in. What makes you think it's going to rip through these walls? It's concrete. You don't. The size, though. The size and power exactly. behind it? <laughs> yes. I think we're all the, right, under this impression, like, hamsters are, like, 50 times their own muscle weight. No, they're not that. They're not ants. All right. Yeah. What about a rat? I'm going to die. I, I would die probably with a normal size rat. What are you talking about? Like, well, I'm from New York, so when you say rat, I'm thinking something that can actually probably bite through me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it can bite me through me as a full human-sized person, I, I doubt I'm going to survive. It's, like, my size. 
So Shoot. what's what's New an York animal? rats are almost my size. What are you talking about? What's what's an animal you think you can beat then? Because you think I feel like you think you're gonna lose every time. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what animal you think I'm gonna like beat at any size. I mean, I don't know. Like, you have a lot more confidence than I do. Cause I, I do. I believe you can. Why? Why? What? What about Nick. what about my endurance or physical attributes? Make <laughs> you think that I can compete against an you animal? You can. If it, if it comes to the point of fight or flight, I think you'll win. Bare hands. Bare hands. Bare hands. You know what? I'll give you what's pocket knife. Pocket you know, knife. no, no. You know what? Brass knuckles. So you're not stabby, stabby them, but you get to punch them a little bit harder, I guess. A little more impact. You know what it is? It's the nature of, a, of, a, of any, like animals will kill me without hesitation. I don't think I have the same killer instinct as far as bare handed either way. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm over. I'll probably try to figure out, like, okay, what am I doing here? How about a giraffe? At that point, my stomach is a giraffe. What? A giraffe. If they shrunk a a giraffe to your size, it's all neck. (laughs) (laughs) So you could strangle them. What? (laughs) It's all neck. Okay. Think about it. If they shrunk a giraffe to your size. What was that? Well, remember, uh, uh, is it jousting? I just see giraffes as like animals with their own joust stick on them. Yeah, but you could dodge that. They'd joust me. No, they wouldn't. So I've had to be as tall as his neck or like his head or just his body. Equivalent to what their size would be, their their proportion size would be at your height. So they're all the neck. Yeah, they're they're well, they're a certain percentage neck, yeah, but Yeah, at least forty percent neck. I don't know. Bro, you could strangle them like in any position. Why are we talking about strangling giraffes? Is that what you're No, you? I'm saying that you're like I'm, a fantasy of yours. No, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> an animal you could beat. I don't know, man. I haven't thought about it. Like, I don't. That's why I'm pro- proposing the question. <laughs> so you're suggesting I kill a giraffe? No, I'm. I'm not suggesting. I think that your best bet would be a giraffe that you could beat. Okay. Yeah. How about? I was, no, no. Well, no. I asked the question yourself. What are you? What are you thinking? I, I was thinking giraffe too. At the but moment. That, that's something you think you can beat yeah. if you shrink it down to your size or you sh- go up or, to its size. Yes. Okay. Some, some, <laughs> what's another? I'm trying to think. What would be another another animal? Well, the thing is, you wouldn't be shrinking. You would be shrinking it to your size versus and you blowing up to its size. Yeah. So if I, if I blew up to his height, it'll be like I level to what they're at. Yeah, so you pretty be, just be a tall dude. Yeah, yeah, pretty tall, like thirty feet. Yeah, of course I'll be fucking pretty tall. I don't know. I'm talking, man. I don't know. Like, I it's, I really don't know. Like, I mean, maybe a giraffe. I guess, but I, <laughs> I would not. You know, it is my ignorance to what animals are capable of is ex- ex- amazing. Because I didn't know the most dangerous animal technically is in the jungles, like a hippo. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with a hippo. That's what I'm saying. No, most people don't consider hippos that dangerous, but they are. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen fucking hippos. I would just hate to assume that a giraffe is like, you know, not dangerous. All of a sudden, you know, he I, I see this ravaged freaking animal coming at me like, oh, what the hell is that? Like, I don't know. I've not been like, <laughs> I've never like been face first with a giraffe. I'm sorry. What about an elephant? No, baby elephant can still kill you. Well, like you, go, size. you go kill Dumbo. I don't, and I seriously think that they're still stronger than me one way or the other. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, how about uh, 
Not a possum. Possum look kind of ruthless. Yeah. You want to go ahead and fight a possum? There's one outside the door. Go for it. <laughs> that is my size? Yeah. No. Let's do this. <laughs> Even though you're as big as you are, I think you will still have, a, have some struggling there. Yeah. All right. All right. So, talking about animals, which is funny. Uh-huh. Uh, they just released a, a story of a movie coming out called uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Blood and Honey. Yeah, I love that. Did you see the trailer? Or no, did you I hear about it? the trailer, but I did hear about it. And I saw the, it's confusing only because, I don't know, like, it's on, the, from what I understand, it's only Winnie the Pooh and, and Piglet. Piglet. Yes. So it, follow, it follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a rampage after Christopher Robin abandon, abandons them. I would have loved to see like the other, everybody else. I'm sorry, I did I do so, like. Funny enough, I did a dive into that. So, mm-hmm. which which got me into the with animals and everything else. So the reason they like Tigger, well, the, supposedly there's a, there's a scene that they're eating Eeyore, apparently. Second, this was this was shot like in ten days, so it was super fast. So yeah, you the know, costumes are not like anything elaborate. They're yeah, just super. Like, it's gonna be super campy, super like bihor. I feel. If they shot it that fast. So the reason why Tigger and and some of the uh, other uh, characters from Winnie the Pooh is in there is because if, if uh, in regards to Tigger, it's owned, it is owned by Disney. Disney owns the right to Tigger. They don't own the right to Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh. Here's the crazy thing. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are public domain. So what? You're, How so, is that possible? So a lot of the reasons, um, and here's the thing. So, uh, Properties that go into public domain, it's either uh, the the original cop uh, who owns the copyrights to them um, failed to renew their their licensing for that character, or it's expired, or um, they put it into public domain. And lastly, is that it in the basis of what the character or what the item is, um, it wouldn't be. It would only be speculated to be public domain, so it couldn't have intellectual property that somebody could own the rights to it. So, that's the reason why they have, they have that could they make that movie. I, I find it bizarre only because one Disney tends to, Disney and copyright laws are interesting because they, because technically, at the if copyright laws were that what they used to be. Uh, Mickey Mouse and all those other characters would actually be open. It would be public domain. Public domain. Yeah. But they 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 lobbied to to change the copyright law so that they can basically retain it. Yeah. Um, so if it's so, my understanding, like, I think it's owned by the estate of the original creator, which was Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. So the estate it, uh, of that comp of who owns the rights is owned by Disney, which has the ownership of the rights because they have ownership to the estate of it. But so that's why they're able to. I'm just surprised because the thing is, what's the point of, of owning Tigger or any of those other characters? And not Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, because it's like the comic book. Like you, though they're popular. Don't get me wrong; it's not that they're popular, but yeah. it's almost like owning the Adams family. Uh, it's like owning the Adams family, but you don't have the rights to whatever Gomez, uh, Gomez, or something more specific. But because it's not going to fit unless you have the whole, the whole, the whole package. Yeah. No, but the, the the trailer for this or the pictures that I've seen for this are very. It, it just more like, looks seems like a cult wearing masks. It doesn't like. It doesn't seem like a really well 
make makeup bear or makeup pig, whatever. Yeah, pig and uh, pig yeah. and bear. But I don't know. I mean, it's it it's a something fun to do. I don't know. Like that's what I like about horror movies. They, I know horror movies obviously have their their stigma when it comes to certain things, but they're where you see the more creativity nowadays. Because you just pretty much do anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's fun to just kind of make these movies where it's like, let's get outside the box. Let's do some crazy stuff. Let's do something weird. And somebody came up with this idea. And look at this. This idea, and I guarantee people are going to be, like, flipping out to watch it. Oh, yeah. But then I got with that, I was, one, because I'm, like, blood and honey and horror with Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. I'm for it. So then I started deep diving into what are other characters that are under public domain. And there were some interesting ones. So far, I found that Dracula, James Bond, Sherlock Holmes, Robin Hood, Zorro, John Carter, Frankenstein, uh, Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz, The Wizard of Oz, Quasimodo, King Kong, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, uh, Cthulhu, Hercules, Thor, Ares, Zeus, Lucifer, Mad Hatter, Achilles. Those just the name of few. Uh, See, but the thing is, is it all depends on how you do it. Because technically, okay, like, for example, Disney. Disney's most famous properties are not Disney properties. But I guarantee you, they have certain copyrights based on certain iterations that they made on them, right? So Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, all these different things are, are Brothers Grimm stories, if I'm, yeah. if I'm not understanding. So you would think, how can Disney profit like the way they do? And if I was to make a movie based on those characters, I'd probably get in trouble. Only from Disney. if you if it's a property like if it's let's say Brothers Grimm, a Brothers Grimm story, and you use let's say uh, Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. if you I think you unless they own the copyrights to the trademark of the name Sleeping Beauty, you could do a Sleeping Beauty movie without using their likeness and their name. But that's what I'm saying is that it would have to be very specific iterations of it, like. Because they're going to come after you for a million different reasons because the they wouldn't want you to, especially if they think it's going to damage your own property. Because think about it. Like, uh, for you know what I find interesting that also going back to Winnie the Pooh is that Winnie the Pooh is actually banned in, in I think, in China, in certain countries or something like that, where the reason was at the time, I think it was because they were using the likeness of Winnie the Pooh to make fun of a political leader there. Oh. So in certain countries i think like you would not be able to get away with like a winnie the pooh shirt or something like that i don't know because that. i think it was i think it was because it was used to to, to make fun of uh, certain political people political leaders or a specific political leader so oh. that i find that interesting but yeah it's uh what when it comes to let's say if i was to make um uh cinderella or something like that it would have to be very i have to make sure not to tread on because what hap- what happens is the name of those characters probably can be public created, but if I was to try to create my own thing, they'll probably try to sue me for a million other things about it. Like, oh, we can't use a princess or like that does this or does that or wears those or does, you know, like because they might try. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, um, copyright laws, I just find it interesting only because I can have a copyright uh, on something super vague and then try to sue people for it. And it's actually not that I can possibly I have the best case, but it's better for certain companies just to pay me off on it oh yeah or it's better like companies are just taking me to court and hold that litigation or they try to hold me down for that for a long period of time to the point where it's financial it's not financially liable for me to to even try to do it so 
So we're gonna do. Let's. Uh, we'll do a Robin Hood versus Zorro, V Zorro movie. Okay. And, and we'll is just. It, ha- is it Zorro Rob, uh, Spanish Robin Hood? Yeah. So that's why. Okay. So, so we'll do like a like almost like modern day, and we'll just have a Martha moment, but like name named it like Gwendolyn or some shit. Right. <laughs> I'm sure we can make. A story that makes like no sense like that just threw a bunch of characters. Oh my, Quasimodo versus Cthulhu. <laughs> Fucking, let's do that. Isn't wait, but isn't Cthulhu uh, Lovecraft? Not Lovecraft. Um, isn't yeah, no wait. What's the Lovecraft. Name? Is it Lovecraft? I think it's Lovecraft. If I'm not mistaken. So I'm surprised that is public domain. Yeah. Well, I think the, uh, the name Cthulhu or the was character before him was before, and I think, and that's another thing. Uh, there's some superheroes, char- there's some comic book characters that are public domain now that you could tell their stories if it's anything set before they were issued, prior to they were created or something like that, to some extent. So, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. No, no, yeah. All copyright laws is issues because, again, I thought that the original intent for copyright law was uh, you can... Which makes sense. It's like, listen, you created something beautiful. So you're going to be allowed for 50 years. I think it's like 50 years to hold on to that property and make a living from it. But after 50 years or something like that, you know, that's open to everybody else so that they can use your idea to perpetuate their own. So like without permission too. yeah, exactly. But it was it was a cool idea if you think about it, because obviously, let's say Disney obviously did an amazing job with it. Yeah, they took a Brothers Grimm story, changed it up and. Turned it into something huge. But then we're over 50 years now. Some other company could have taken that same idea and be like, okay, we're going to add. And yeah, think about it. it. That would make for interesting reboots when they make reboots. Because the problem is when they make reboots now, it's uh, it's mostly money motivated and not really story owner or yeah. related. So imagine if like you were to take something, I don't know, like I'm trying to think what. Blood what and Honey is going to be super story, story heavy, character <laughs> driven, bro. The whole every Fucking picture I saw looks like driven. the Pope. Every picture I've seen looks like it was in a cave. Yeah, like <laughs> like, like you said, ten days. It looked like they just literally used one area, like somebody's house, and that was it. Oh, so anyways, but I'm interested. I like horror. Like horror movies are just sometimes it's just fun to watch without really putting too much thought process into it. Yeah. So all right, next topic. Yeah. So we've always been talking about and we've always. Always, we talk a lot about about streaming services and and um, how they throw money at projects and just hope it sticks. Okay. So uh, I guess in the first quarter of the year, uh, Netflix noticed that they lost like two hundred thousand subscribers. I remember reading that, but I never understood why. Because I can't re- like it doesn't seem like they're they're not producing good content because they feel like they are. And they're not producing new content because I feel like they are. So they're producing new content, but not content. So if you think about it, they don't, their last their last leg of big name or recognizable shows that they have left was Ozark, which just ended. And now they have Stranger Things, which is supposedly in their last season. But there's been talks that they may come do a season five. But I've seen all the stuff that they've done. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I've told you before. I enjoyed the Mike Myers one. Um Mike Myers, yeah, Mike Myers. Um, the uh, you know the, the I I oh that show I haven't watched it. It's kind of silly, stupid, but it was, I had fun watching it. That's something. They, but there's a lot of stuff on Netflix that's like that. 
And it's yeah. still not a lot of original content that's like that. Like they, ha- but they they don't have something such a big name that, like for Mike Myers, you have to either be a Mike Myers fan, or people that like that type of comedy. Yeah. Right. That is very. His comedy is very specific. It's but very, also, they also have very exclusive people. Like they're the only ones that produce anything for Adam Sandler. They they're the only ones that I know that do anything for Dave Chappelle. Yes. So there's very specific that. Not not too many other channels have exclusivity that way that I know of. Yes, and so now mm-hmm. they're saying they're gonna stop making mega expensive movies. Now that well, now that they already have they already put in production that they're gonna do the Green Man, uh, the prequel and sequel to that. So they they're gonna start focusing on more smaller projects. They do like so. How the, you know how they had like Gemini Man? Was it Gemini Man? No, it wasn't Gemini Man. It was like Red Notice, mm-hmm. or like with The Rock, Adam, the Adam Project, mm-hmm. Irishman. Like these are. That's what I'm saying. Like, but these are all titles that most of them came out this 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 year, I think. Yeah. So what? Except the, for the, the Irishman. Irishman, yeah. Irishman came out like two years ago. Yeah. But ever since that, they've just been getting very um, powerful industry moguls or, or people like in the industry, like how they had Martin Scorsese. Bring back pretty much Robert De Niro, and, and that that budget was like one hundred and seventy five million or something like that. I just, I just I still find it bizarre, just because I know I'm gonna keep certain. I'm trying to think like there's three big there's three big because I mean I don't know who the hell only has one streaming service. I feel like you're you you're gonna have three. So the thing is, and yeah. so the question is, I, I think you're gonna have a good three streaming services in your in your because right now yeah. uh, Disney Plus is beating them out. Oh yeah, but that should be expected only because Disney. It's because it, right now I think streaming services is more. But this is not is beating out for past projects though. This is beating beating them out for current projects. No, no, I get that, but I guess people are gonna pay. People are gonna pay uh, a streaming service for two different things: for new content, which is great, which is Netflix has, but yes. but also like the the justifier. Because think about it: if they they haven't if you haven't seen a new a new title in a minute, you're gonna be like, eh, I'm not sure if I should keep it. But you keep it for the old titles. So Disney has all that in spades. They're, if you have kids in your house, you're not going to not have Disney. Yeah. But then again, Disney being successful seems weird that Netflix would not. Just because wouldn't you, let's say, have Netflix. I mean, I just feel like Netflix, Disney Plus, and Netflix, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. I mean, I don't think they're necessarily competitors. I think you would have all three. At least those three. I mean, everything yeah. else seems like it's not... So, I don't know. No, no, yeah, no, of course. So that's the thing that they were doing. That they're gonna scale back on, and they're still gonna. They said they're still gonna be placing money on large budget movies, but be very sparingly, very sparingly and far in between because they're gonna not just throw money and hoping it hits. So they're gonna pick projects that they feel like is gonna get ROI from it. They're gonna See, get but a then return. That's gonna be a little. That's gonna suck a little bit only because. Think about it. Who the hell thought Squid Games was going to be as big as it is? I mean, if you... But that's the thing. They didn't create Squid Games. They bought the rights from somebody else. No, I thought they made it. No. Oh, I thought they produced it. No, it was it was produced in Korea, but they got the rights from it. No, no, yeah. But, I mean, I know it's produced in Korea. I know it's a... Korean. No, no, no. But that means it was a production company that made it, and they bought the rights to it. Not... Mm. It was a a Netflix-produced movie. Mm. So, like, let's say... A perfect example, like... The Irishman, 
Netflix funded that production to make it instead of them buying Squid Game, the, the movie, the show Squid Games from another production company at a fraction of the price. Probably did it for 50, 20 million. So or whatever, you, 10 you million. Think they, so basically you think they're just going to go ahead around and look for projects to buy versus making their own? They're going to they're gonna do both. They're going to start looking for projects that they could they could bring in that other other streaming service will not pick up and they're going to be more specific on the movies that the original content will put out. So I just, I just think the way people are talking about it was, was like, oh, Netflix is going to go down. Like, I, I don't see that either. Like, I know they lost the, money, but they were the they were number one. And yeah, they, they dropped. They dropped. And a lot of the issues and, and, and we, I've mentioned it so many times and I'm saying that they sh- always should have done it is that they still on the binge uh, release cycle instead of uh, weekly or weekly releases. How imagine how our group chats were when when Loki came out or uh, WandaVision. It holds people. It holds people. It it holds people's attention attention longer. longer. I think what the problem with Netflix is it's almost like they're trying to hold on to the one thing they created because technically they're the ones that created that whole binge yeah. binge thing where people would binge all these different shows and all these different things so for them to i feel like they're 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 it's whole it's, it's nostalgic to hold on to it a yeah because yeah. don't get me wrong i i I did, I did not think people were going to go back to that week-to-week basis thing but they have I've, I've, I've been all about su- it there's success about it I've been all about it just because because there's a lot of things uh, uh, that comes with it um, versus the binge model because one you're you're expanding you're expanding your viewership you mean if somebody just came back to be like oh perfect example um, Stranger Things came out mm-hmm. a week ago. Last week, so some and they already know that the second half is coming back in a month. And I'm like, all right, let me just hold it for two months, two months, and then wait it out. Well, I think it's like a month apart, like a month. Get it the day it comes out. Wait a month. Watch the last part of it, and then I'm out. I mean, there's nothing else for Netflix for me to watch for Netflix on Netflix. But if they would have done a week to week, they they could hold them, quote unquote, hostage on their platform for the next three months. And then in the time in between and the time in between, they could watch other things be like, Oh, I'm waiting another week. Let me see what's going on. Well, I mean, secondly, mm-hmm. secondly with that is that a lot of uh, every content is King. So if you can't be able to create conversations with your, with your product or whatever you have, it's better because more eyes are on you. So the minute you do the, the, like the binge method, mm-hmm. you I'll, you could watch everything in one day and then you're on to the next thing 10 minutes later. You already forgot about what you watched. You're like, all right, I'm watching it. But with the weekly model, you you keep everybody in the same pace. So then you have more people talking about it and extending that time frame. And then everybody gets to rejoice on the last episode because everybody's watching it at the exact same time where, where most likely might be your highest view count. No, I, I agree. I don't know about the hostage thing, but I do agree that by doing it that way, you hold people's attention longer for sure because it gives them a week to absorb each episode. Now, the problem is you got to make sure um, 
like every series and every season has that dull episode. Yeah. Possibly. Well, not with like things like net, like uh, like the ones that Disney because Disney's been making movies just breaking them up into little episodes, and I think that's what uh, Netflix should definitely do instead of making long range TV shows with like twenty four episodes or whatever having episodes that counts they have. No, it's average like 10, 13, 13, Yeah, ten. Um, right now it's ten, ten to eleven, based. But if they make every, if they just break down the whole thing and make sure every episode is climactic, you know that's definitely worth. That's something it'll. It'll it'll just get the because that's the whole point right now. Nobody's watching commercials. Like I don't I don't have cable in my room. I don't think I, I haven't had cable in my room in more than ten years. Um, so where are people watching commercials? I don't watch it on YouTube because I I pay for YouTube so I don't get commercials. You just hate commercials. I do, but <laughs> that's not where publicity for TV shows and movies really happens anymore. It happens on social media. Like if a if a trailer comes out for a movie. I guarantee you I'll probably watch it more on, like, Facebook or, or Twitter versus expecting to watch it on, on TV. Yeah. No, of course. But that's what I'm saying. That's where, and that's why if you do every episode, right, then people would just be ripping that episode apart, trying to figure out, like, oh, the chit-chat about that person with that person, that person doing oh. this. And then it brings up more people. Like, so, like, for example, like, if you never were into Stranger Things and you're hearing people talk about the first episode about it, like, damn, I wonder what that is. As opposed to just dropping the entire thing, like you said, I, I don't have to watch the whole thing. If you drop the whole binge thing and I heard about Stranger Things and I'm curious, I'm going to do seven-day free trial. Yeah. Yeah. But if you do episode per episode, then you... Like a weekly, ep- weekly release, then you, you're holding them, quote-unquote, that's what I said, quote-unquote, hostage. Yeah, but you, I guess you're just you're const, you're staying in the you're keeping them there to to show to look at other other content in your you're library. Staying, you're making sure it stays relevant by doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. So, so I want but, I want to see what overall projects. Netflix is basically going to um, lower its production or at least be more selective with its production process. Yes. Yeah. I agree with it. I I think I think it's a better approach than them trying to there's password. There's two. There's two. There's a good enough, but there's like a double edged sword because on one end is that being selective like that, you're, you're trying to pick the, 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 the pick of the litter. You hear me? Yeah. But, but, then, but then what's, what's the bad thing about it is that a lot of those dark horses that, that people didn't expect to fucking kill it are left there. Yeah. You can't That's be- what I mean is like you the movies you you usually hear like the biggest buzz about the ones that hit the the pop culture reference of it they're not necessarily movies I think they expected they were going to be that big. I don't oh, think yeah. people think Squid Game was going to be that big. I didn't think people thought Bird Box uh Bird Box was going to be that big. The one with uh, Sandra Bullock? Uh, that was movie was mid. No, you might think it was mid, but it it dominated the public forum. It dominated Twitter, dominated it was trended. People talked about it for months. I've never seen the movie and I still heard about everything about it. But isn't it because I think it came out during the pandemic? No. Yes. I don't think it, did it come out? I don't think yeah, it came, it came out. out during the pandemic. No. Yes. You're really going to make me look this up now. It came out. I thought it came out before the pandemic. No, it came out during the pandemic. It was, it was filmed uh, before the pandemic and it got released. Yeah, but that during- doesn't really justify why people like. Were yeah, of course. With why? That. Because nobody was going out, everybody was home. I know, but that's basically saying that anything that that people no nope, anything. I think I it feel didn't. It came out 2018, 2018. Oh, for real? okay. So there you go. 
Fuck you. But what <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying is that no, because that's just saying any content that came out would have been would have been that. I don't know. I don't think everything that came out was that popular. Or during the pandemic? Yeah. I mean, it was. It be, it started to become rare over the couple months of new of new things. But the problem is, I still don't believe that it's anything would have been like. Like super absorbed. I mean, basically, you're trying to tell me that Tiger King wouldn't have also been popular. It wouldn't because that did become popular during the pandemic. I think it would have been popular, but not as big as it was. Okay. I think it would have it it would have gotten some 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 traction, but then it would have died out even sooner. I don't know. I I think is because it was a combination of that of the show and then the rise of TikTok. So all these people are doing. Uh, Fucking Carol Baskin, TikToks on it. So that that fueled to the flame of people like, what the fuck are they talking about? So it was a combination of a lot of things going on. But at, like we were, I just mentioning, it's it's gonna. I'm gonna interested to see what movies they're gonna start picking out, and are they are they rotating genres? Are they gonna be like? I just hope that because the thing is, Netflix has been they've been up and down. They've had a lot of hit and misses, but they're usually the ones you look for now. I mean, everybody else is trying to catch up to what Netflix has, has done, and they're getting here and there. Hulu, every so often, has a has something. Yeah. Like, I, I can't say they're always, you know, good hits, but, they, you know, every so often there's a show, like a movie, and like, you know, oh, it's interesting. But, uh, and Paramount, I don't know, Paramount, you know, like, the only thing I remember Paramount came out with that, that was huge budget was the one with Mark Wahlberg, but I don't know, like. Infinite. Yeah, but I think everything else was more this movie theater based, and they just happened to show it. And yeah, in Paramount. Yeah, Peacock has all the all the classic, the bingeable TV shows. You think so? Yeah, The Office. It's not all. The Office, Chicago Fire, I think is one of the big ones. I think they also have um, Law and Order on that, and that's that's like fifty eight seasons, bro. So. I don't know. For me, the thing is, is like if you are on peak, because I was thinking about this a while ago. I hate the fact that I don't, I'm let's say, for example, Hulu. Yeah. I feel like there's only a handful of shows that I keep on rewatching on Hulu. And in my head, I'm like, why am I paying? Like, I, I could probably just buy, like own those movies some like on a platform and not I mean, own those shows on a platform and not have to pay every month on it. You know, like, I don't know. Like, like, say, Office is the only show that you watched on Peacock. Yeah. But, like, that's the only thing you watch on Peacock. Then is it worth paying, then it's worth paying, like, whatever, 10 bucks a month for it? For the Office, yeah. But why? If you could just literally have, like, own it on, say, on, uh, on, on uh, I don't know, Prime. Like, if you just purchased the whole, the whole, all the seasons on Prime. I don't know. Just say it's $100 on Prime. If, yeah. $10 a month. And you're paying it for five years. But they come out with super fan episodes, so. What are you talking about? The Peacock? Peacock what? Has like a super fan episodes. What does that do? They, they do like deeper like bloopers and other added things to <laughs> the added experience. There's a lot more. And plus I watch other shows on it like Suits. Okay, exactly. But you said you watch other shows. But I said if you only watched The Office, then no, it's not worth it. If it was five bucks, yeah. If it was ten, I'll, I'll question it. But if it was five bucks, without a doubt, I'm I like, haven't. I, I I never touch it. Like, uh, I know because you you're using mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only one that I ever found interesting was the Say by the Bell one, and that I don't remember the last like Bel Air was not that bad. 
So they ca- they have some content down now. They have uh, was it uh, Sonic Two, which movie, was yeah. which was pretty good. I liked it. That's I the thing they're it. coming out. They're using their uh, platform for movie theater movies. Yeah, but all right, on to the next two subjects. Go for it. All right, Talk so James Wan is teaming up with Christopher Landon. So I don't know if you know Christopher Landon. No, he is. The uh, I think it was the director of Happy Death Day. Okay, now I love him. You go ahead, Tini. So him and Justin, uh, James Wan are p- working together to for James Landon to write and direct a remake of one of James Cameron's comedy horror from the 90s with Jeff Daniels, Arachnophobia. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, the thing is, is that, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'd be honest with you. If you were going to remake a movie about spiders, I'd rather crazy, eight, cra- uh, eight, was it the one? Eight Crazy that? Freaks? No, Eight-Legged Freaks. Eight-Legged Freaks. I'd rather reboot of that. Cause, but that was more on the comedy end. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Arachnophobia, I know, was more genuine, I guess. It had, but it had comedy. It had it had uh, 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 John Goodman was in it. Yeah. You know, a lot of. I mean, it was more more direct and serious, like more real, real, like something you can actually believe might happen. But honestly, I, I I'm a little disappointed only because that that same guy you mentioned that does Happy Death Day, he also did. Um, is it Freaky Friday? Uh, Freaky. Freaky. Right. I would love another. Like Disney genre ish style horror movie. I'm just trying to think what would be the next one. Because you got Ooh. Groundhog's Day and you made a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, Freaky, Freaky Friday, Friday. You make a horror movie. What would be the next one? The next one. Ooh, what about the old, remember that old added story, uh, the Shaggy Dog one? But then horror. Oh my God. <laughs> but he's like, turns a werewolf though? No, I don't know. Just something where, like, that, uh, that basically when he turns into a dog, because it's, it's vice versa. You know, you switch the guy turns into a dog, but the dog turns into, or does it? Like he would turn into a human. human. But when he turns into a human, he becomes feral and starts killing everybody. Or something. Like, I don't know. Just something interesting like that. Like, But then that, I feel like this still falls into Freaky Friday's territory. Yeah. How about Herbie? A killer. Killer car. So what? It'd be like Christine. Christine. That's another one I wish they made a remake of. I don't know why they, that's a good one. So here's another reboot. Well, going from off of horror. Yeah. Um, so Ellen Burstyn. Uh, I don't know if you remember her name or recognize it. She was the mother of uh, the girl in Exorcist. Okay. And she uh, was talking about she already filmed her part for the reboot, the Exorcist reboot. Coming through Blumhouse. Wait, the mother from the original Exorcist? Yes. And she's... Wait, how old is she at this point? How old is she? The mother from the original Exorcist? Yes. I mean, even, damn. I mean, she could, she should have been like in her, even in her 30s back then. And that was. She's 89. Yeah, about right to now. say that's old. Um, so. No, she's. Ageism shit? No, not, not so. ageism. But like, <laughs> I'm she just thinking a of, movie. I'm trying to understand the, the, the like how old. Because that movie came out, what, like 1980? Something like that. I was like, and I'm 40, so like, I'm just trying to figure out how old she would be and what part she would play in this circumstance. 73. 
1973. Damn, how old is that? Me, look at that. <laughs> Seventy. Damn, that's old. Yeah. So, but she's she just filmed her part in the in the next movie and the reboot through Blumhouse, which is supposed to come out next year. It's not a reboot, then, is it? It's a reboot. How is it a reboot if you're gonna cast the same person? She's not gonna play the mom again. They just cast her in the movie, probably just a fan service. But she's back into the whole exorcist world and realm. The thing is, it's just universe. The, this I know they tried the TV show and the TV show. Here, it was good at the beginning, but then it shit it like it just went bad. After here's that. my thing about that particular movie. I think there's certain horror movies that at the time of filming, they did things that technically would not be allowed. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So they're cool as classics. You're like, well, it's a different time. You watch it, like you accept it. It's freaky, but. No, they wouldn't. There's no way in hell they would try to do that stuff now. Oh, the same. No, like the Poltergeist. That's another one supposedly is in the works well, of the, a reboot. The actual death pe- dead people. No, I don't think that would be cool. But I mean, more, that's more just story based more than it is anything with the movie. But think about it. In Exorcist, there were scenes where one, I th- I believe the the girl who played um, the girl who got you know possessed. Yeah, was under eighteen. Yeah. And there were scenes that she did things that technically would not be allowed with anybody who's that age. As far as suggest, it's suggestive, but it's still, you know, like sexually suggestive. That no, I don't think they would ever. I would no, that would never <laughs> be allowed. That's why I was I was reading the other day where a lot of movies what they'll do is they're, especially when it comes to horror movies, they always try to cast people that look like they're high school kids, but they're in their twenties. Yeah, because that way they can do. More with the they're story. legally of, of yeah. Well, age. that's the thing. They would li- they would legally be allowed to do more things where, but no. Uh, even if, even if they get somebody who looks like they're a teenager and does that, I don't think they would. That would be hell no. no. <laughs> I don't think that would that would happen. But uh, that's just me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We move back and we're going to talk about some trailers that we saw today. Yeah. Uh, the first one was the menu, and that one is all about um. I, it was a, it's an upcoming dark comedy horror um and it's and it's about a group of young couples or ranging from different couples uh, this it follows a young couple that travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant run by a mysterious chef and that's and it just gets weird and and I know we talked about him like there has to, there has to be because now that they said comedy, I'm like, all right. If it was a straight horror, that would have been good. But I think it, I think it makes fun of uh, people. Like, because the thing is, is like, it's almost like okay, if I made you a burger from a cow, you're like, okay, that sounds boring. But if I made you a burger, friend, I told you it's from like some crazy. Fr- I told you it was a giraffe. You're like, oh, like it. There's no necessarily evidence to say that a giraffe was gonna taste better, but because it's so exotic in nature based on what i said you're gonna be like people are generally gonna be like oh my god that must be like super late and that's what i'm saying there's, a, there's just a culture of people certain people that just they get so excited when you like for example in the trailer they mention how they're tasting the environment or something like yeah that. you know in my head i'm like so like you know and that's basically it he picked he kept on picking very weird plates and people were praising him for it. It almost seemed like a religion, almost like a cult. Yeah. So I feel 
like I'm, this was my suggestion to you because you said like maybe they're gonna start hunting the the guests to be on the menu for the next. People it reminds me of a, a little bit. Sorry to cut you out. It reminded me of. It reminded me of um always be my maybe or something like that with Keanu Reeves. Always be my maybe. Right, I think that was what's called. No, no, but what? always be my maybe. Yes, it was the one. The there was a scene that he goes, uh, his girlfriend goes on a date mm-hmm. uh, with Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and they're eating the food, but they ha- they have headphones on of the animal that they killed <laughs> that they're eating. Oh God! It's like a full circle. So there's a point that there's a scene that 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 uh, Keanu Reeves is eating. And then he just starts crying because he can hear the death of the animals. He's uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie, this trailer reminds me of uh, there was a, a, a TV show, uh, Parks and Recs. Yeah. And there was an episode where the guys all went to a bar and they were making fun of the fact that the, uh, because the bar is so exclusive, so crazy that the way you drink was like weird. For example, like oh, uh, vapor whiskey. Yeah, like vapor whiskey or, or hand lotion uh, uh, like gin. gin or something. <laughs> it was like you consumed alcohol in every other way but actually drinking, drinking it. And in my head, I love how excited they got, how weird they were getting about it. Like, oh, my God, like this is so cool. But there was nothing to suggest it was better or the alcohol yeah. was better or the, that ingesting in that manner was better. It was just different. The experience that, was the different. Exact, so I feel like this movie is like that where they're going to make fun of the fact like, they're going to start serving you things and people are going to be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Even though technically probably isn't just because it's something so er- exotic. Like my whole thing is I believe I feel like they're going to basically feed people to themselves to taste. And that's going to be the exclusivity of it. Feed like, themselves. Yeah. Like they might hunt them, cut a piece of them, serve it to them and like serve them basically and have them eat it yeah like the 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 the, um, the chef got went crazy and he's like i'm gonna serve people the most exotic thing they could ever think of which them, is themselves. themselves yes that's what i feel like it's gonna be they're gonna serve people their own selves to be cannibals but not only that they're gonna cannibalize is this themselves. a nico damas it's a little if up there maybe if i see another trailer but right now it does no more say, trailers yet you want one trailer rule no i know but right now, based on the information I got for this run trailer, that's what I think. Yes. That, that would be the most interesting thing with, that, that they're serving them to themselves. Yeah. That's why I think the girl that wasn't into it, he just basically like, you need to leave because she wasn't committed. And the Taylor Joy. Yeah, because she wasn't committed. Yeah. So, but let's see. Um, so that, that was an interesting trailer. I definitely, that's, that's on my radar. Let's see what that brings. The next one was American Carnage. And that's with uh, Gina Ortega, which I feel like she is the new Scream Queen. Because of uh, Scream? Not only Scream. Mm. She's also an ex. Which is what? Ex. The one we, we just reviewed a few yeah, weeks okay, ago. Yeah, okay, that's right. She's, and she was also in Studio 666 with Foo Fighters. I think she just likes... You know what it is? I think certain people just like those type of movies. And I think that she probably has more fun making those movies than she does um, any other type. And I think I think you're better off. Like I don't see anything wrong with being a scream queen. No, I don't see. No, I'm. Not, I, and that's the thing. I wasn't even saying that's a bad thing. I'm like, she is the new scream queen right now. I feel like, like well, what's she, the last she, time we had a scream queen, like somebody who really just dedicated, like most of the movies were just horror movies. Um, prior, I think, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, I I wasn't Nev Campbell. 
It was um I'm trying oh. to remember. She was in uh how oh, I know what you did last summer. Um Julia Love uh what was it? Jennifer Love Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. She didn't do that many, did she? I know she did the the whole ghost one TV show. And then she did obviously, you know, I know what you did last summer. She did Ghost Whispers. I know what you did last summer. I can't think of anything else. I think she did a few of those. I think she did all three. But she was done the hype of because that was when like the second iteration was like where where Scream was getting kind of stupid. I think that that movie came in right around, around that time. I think and I Nev mean, Campbell was almost out the door at that point, or she was in it, but she was not like. The I think that period. I mean once you do a once you do a horror movie, you're a screen queen. Period. Like, but I just want to know. Like, I think if you do, but here's the thing: a lot like Nev Campbell, Jennifer Love Hewitt, they just they just stuck to their role to their to their movie. Gina Ortega has done three different movies that are all horror, so they're not, and they're all three different types of horror too. No, I know. So, all right. So, getting back to it, so, so American yeah. Carnage is mm-hmm. it, it. It looks what it comes across in the trailer is that Ice starts uh, collecting a lot of these immigrants, which they were all young kids. So they put them together into like a little camp, and they were saying that um, they could work their way back by working at a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all go to this nursing home, and they are welcomed by the director. And just seeing that, just to enjoy their time there until they go back. And then little by little, you start seeing little weird things happen. A woman, this old elderly lady, just like, you're going to die here. I'm like, what the fuck? I think she said, we're going to die here. But yeah, I, I, they're doing something to people. I, the way the trailer makes it seem is that they're turning them old somehow. But I don't understand. Like, I I, I feel like it, like one, right now, I'm hoping it's just a slasher movie, which would be fun. Because it looks like that. But I just hope it doesn't. Basically, I'm hoping uh, uh, Marlon Wayans doesn't show up some part of the movie and go, message. You know, like, <laughs> message. Like, you know, this has. But like it's not a slasher of- movie because you see screens of uh, body. Uh, body like, horror? Body horror. You saw. It almost like looks like a a, bla- a, bud bla- uh, like a, a bloodbath dropping in. Or I, feel like like, a dr- I feel like it was a dream, but I get you. I feel like it's a dream too, but. There's something that has to possess something to think like that. No, no I'm interested. Not regular I'm, horror sh- slash. I just hope it's not going to be like, because the thing is, is like ever since you know, uh, um, you got Get Out and all these different movies. Yeah. Like those are interesting because they're very social commentary. Yeah. But I feel like I hope there other people that have tried the similar thing. I felt like, cause, like say Candyman. And I think Candyman was I liked it was for certain things. It was interesting. But other, I don't think it was successful in doing a social commentary type movie. You yeah. So I felt like this one might be one, but we'll we'll see, and let's see if it's successful in that way. I, right now, it just seems it seems campy, which I'm happy about. Oh yeah, super campy. All right, so last one uh-huh. is a Disney classic retold for the like fifth time, <laughs> but we have Tom Hanks in it, so it's Pinocchio. Uh, full trailer came out, and I have to say I love Tom Hanks and anything he does. Even though a lot of the haven't seen him in anything recently. Um, no, he did that. One, didn't he do that one Apple Apple TV one? 
Finch, which I haven't seen. Me neither, but I just, that, well, I'm saying I haven't seen him in in a while in the movie. Mm-hmm. But him playing Geppetto, it's super appropriate. Perfect. Like oh my god, yeah. Chef's kiss. Wait, do we know who Pinocchio is going to be voiced by? They, I don't. I was looking it up, and they had different people. As um, I have they have a Benjamin Evan um, Ainsworth, which okay. is a young character, a young actor, um, and they had um. So apparently, I thought it was uh, Keegan Michael Key as Geppetto, but they also have not Geppetto. You said uh, uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Uh, Jiminy Cricket. But then I heard also that it, Jiminy Cricket could be um, J- Joseph Gordon Lovett. So I don't know the way they have on websites. I've seen the trailer casting. They have different people, but I haven't seen anything that confirmed who's playing who, except for, except for Geppetto. Mm-hmm. So no, I mean I'm, I can't wait to see, and I feel like people are gonna really be so made up that we might not even recognize them. Yes. Also, oh, Jiminy Cricket is is Jordan uh, Jordan Gordon Love it, and then uh, Michael Keegan K is Honest John Worthington uh, Fellowfowl. Okay. So he's a red fox. So the way the trailer looks, it looks like they're gonna keep it to the original cartoon. Yes, like they're not they're not making a different interpretation. Like cause that's the thing in Pinocchio, you see a lot of different interpretations of it. But this one looks like it's gonna be legitimately the cartoon. Yeah, just so, live action, a live action version of it. Yeah, so I I'm interested to see all the aspects of the cartoon because obviously remember the cigar smoking, the, yeah, yeah, all those different things that they were doing. It, then they turn into. Uh, donkeys or something yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm interested to see how they're gonna do all that but you got me with uh uh tom cruise tom uh, tom hanks tom hanks yeah because well, i mean if it was tom cruise like, i'll watch it if tom hanks was tom hanks was geppetto no tom cruise was geppetto sorry tom cruise no <laughs> i would not but i would watch it if tom cruise was uh the guy who lures the kids into the that the carnival that he owns oh um uh, the Coachman. Yes. Which is played by Luke Evans, which. Luke Evans. Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah, I think I know. Yes. Yeah, he looks evil as fuck as it is. Yeah. But that's. It was uh, Gaston. Yeah. So I, I, he probably could have fun some fun with it. But if it was, you told me Tom Cruise is doing that one, I would find that too. I find that cool. Yeah. Just because I, Tom Cruise, I'm always going to remember Tom Cruise as the character from uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was watching, I was watching, I was watching the part that I brought it up. I was watching an interview where basically he told, um, I forgot who the director, oh, I think Ben Stiller was the director. He goes, yeah. that I guess he was just randomly taking classes and he took like a hip hop class. And he goes, dude, I just, I just want to do a hip hop dance. And he's like, and I want to have big hands. Like that's like, <laughs> that was the only thing he kept on asking for. And they're like, okay, we'll let you do it. Yes. Oh man. So no, I'm interested. I, I, I'm interested in all three of these movies. I mean, they, they pique my interest. The menu, yeah. definitely something different overall. It looks creepy. Uh, American Carnage does seem like a campy horror movie, which I'm enjoying. I think there was another one that we saw the other day that I told you was like the Breakfast Club meets horror movies. Oh yes, yeah. Which we, we talked go, about it last week. We got to get back to that one. Yeah. Um, but and then in Pinocchio, I think Pinocchio. I know Disney's been killing it with all these live actions, but I think Pinocchio is one that I I would be a little bit more. Like, I'm I'm ready for more it. open for. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what's going on with that. But just like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at from my mom's garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. 
Let us know what you think, thoughts, or concerns, or questions you want us to have us ask. Answer, sorry. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.